Welcome to Dudes in Kansas show with your host, Kent and David. We're here. We're ready to talk some uh, pleasantries. That's right. Manners and WTF. Yep. In a three-part series. This is part one of three, so be on the lookout for the other two. Exciting. So, David, let's start off. It's been a couple weeks since we have actually recorded. That's right. It has been. How has life been treating you? Life's been, I think every time I state, life's been busy. Well, life is busy. Uh, two kids, active household. I've got a scout. I've got a young young boy who is in uh, preschool, headed to elementary school, graduation from, well, graduation. Let me put that in quotes, uh, transitioning from one school to the next is in the future for both my children. So just been a lot of activities, musicals and plays and uh, orchestra concerts and uh, little activities. So very active and, and work's been busy too. How about yourself, man? Same, 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 same. Kids are growing like weeds, baseball, gymnastics, board meetings, work. Oh, yeah, the HOA board. The HOA board. <laughs> That's right. So, hey, look, and, you know, that leads us into my next conversation. Uh, I, I, mess, I talk to lots of people all the time, and I'm mm. sure you do the same being an architect and yes. in, in, in the industry. And one thing is always common when you see somebody, you always ask, how are you doing? Yeah, that's the, that's the typical pleasantry. That, that's exa- the typical pleasantry. That's correct. So yeah. oh, I wanted yeah. to start off our series of pleasantries and talk about the different types of pleasantries that we could use. And I would challenge our audience to maybe try some of these that are really, really old, or maybe if you have some new ones. But the typical one that I always am used to saying is, oh, hi, how are you? And we always get the same response, and that's fine or nice. And so let's first start off with, David, what is a pleasantry? Yeah, what is it, man? Okay, I'm sure you have been uh, perusing the World Wide Web, founded on wiki or definitions. Oh, yeah, the interweb is my friend. Wikipedia is the, the main site. And they or um, I always like the one uh, Wikipedia dictionary is a, another good one. Yeah. Urban dictionary. Urban. If you want some really unusual yes. definitions, yeah. that was the one I was thinking. Boy, thank you, David. Hey, you're welcome. You're right on par tonight, buddy. Okay, a pleasantry is a polite social remark made as part of a general conversation or a little joke when you or your neighbor stand and chat politely. And make little jokes for a while as you both get the paper. This is an example of a pleasantry. <laughs> sounds like you and me, but It does. Sound sounds like, like you I, and dude, me. Dude, it's like they wrote it for us, dude. I'm telling you. The quality or state of being pleasant or playful in a conversation. Uh-huh. Or two, a humorous remark or joke. A polite social remark or exchange. Hmm. So... That pretty much sums up what a yeah, pleasantry that, that, is. That does, absolutely. So let's start with some cool pleasantries that I found. Okay. Share away, man. All right. So have you heard of this one before? A good day to you, sir. Um, maybe in some period pieces of uh, British television, but I haven't heard it any time recently. Yes. This uh, used to be one of the most common 
commonly exchanged pleasantries. This is from the Victorian age. Okay, yeah, so over 100 years ago. Yes. Yeah. How about, has you, have you ever had someone come to your door, David, and they tried to sell you something? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, multiple times, especially when the neighborhood was new. They were here all the time. Hey, I want you to have my security system. Hey, your water, it sucks. We need to uh, clean it up with this very expensive water filtration system. Oh, hey, and so on and so on. So yeah, they've tried to sell me a product I didn't want. Same here. I've had uh, security companies. I love when the lawn care companies come to my house. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. Well, you get a quote, you get a get a, get a comparison. <laughs> yes. I mean, being in, in the industry and they don't notice my yard's green with no weeds and they yep. come and still tell me there's something wrong with my lawn. That's the best part. You've got grubs. I got grubs. It cracks me up. I've had uh, someone try to sell me uh, like cleaners, mm-hmm. you know, the little magic cleaners. Oh, like yeah. You can drink oh, yeah, and yeah, still yeah. clean. And you can still clean. Um, wipe, wipe your baby's butt, have it for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> um, they come and they, they give me Bibles. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all sorts of... So when you run into a situation like this, and sometimes I've heard, like the lawn care guy, you have grubs, right? Yeah. Here's a fun one that you could all use on this. Don't sell me a dog. Don't sell me a dog, man. Exactly. And this this was this is what you would say if if one was suspicious suspicious of another's motives. Yeah. Well, again, uh, in the Victoria I'm, era. I'm always suspicious of the motives of a door-to-door sales person. Period. So, yeah, there you go. So don't come <laughs> to to my door selling Don't me. sell me a dog, man. Don't sell me a dog. That's funny. <laughs> This polite phrase was frequently used in previous generations as a way to soften a request, making it seem like more of an invitation than a demand. That would be, if you please. If you please. So give me an example. What, do you, what, did, what did they say? Polite way of softening a request. David, if you would please. Mow my lawn this week because I'm going to be out of town. Oh. Or I need my car washed, if you please. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) I love it. Nice. I like this. Okay. All right. I'm going to see if you can guess this one too. Okay, Dave? A common pleasantry is to ask someone what is up at the moment. This was a Victorian area. Yeah. For instance... Today, you might say you're taking the kids to the pool if you need to use the bathroom. Similarly, back then, if you replied that you were just powdering my hair, it meant you were on your way to get good and drunk. Powdering your hair. I'm going to go get good and drunk. I'm going to powder my hair. That's right. Oh, just powdering my hair. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, this one's this one you hear quite frequently, and I usually hear it from my son a lot yeah. when he screws up. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's an apology was once considered a staple of polite society. Yeah, I I agree. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. So in the past, it was mu- used more of an expression of empathy, but today it might be sign a sign of weakness or confusion. Many coaches have recommended that women, especially, especially reduce the number of times they start a sentence with "I'm sorry," but use more of a confident language instead. Isn't that interesting? That is pretty interesting. I mean, I can see it. I I work with a lot of very highly educated extremely eloquent speaking. I mean, I, I work with a lot of really great women and I could see where this language could amongst a large group of men or we're fairly balanced, uh, men and women in, in the office. And, uh, I, I could see how this could be something that they would try to avoid so that it keeps that that level of respect. I don't think it's right. I don't think they should have to, but it's unfortunately that's the way a lot of people are. So, yeah. Interesting, right? I know I, I, I use sorry as empathy because I, I see somebody get hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, that's my initial thought, not, not the weakness, which was really kind of interesting. I, I, I know. Didn't really think of it in that manner. Interesting spin on the word "I'm sorry." Yeah, no kidding. Usually, I say "I'm sorry" is when I'm usually in the doghouse with my wife. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay. Back to back to topic here. Pleasantries. Okay, this is a fun one, uh, and I challenge my listening audience to use this one. David, you too. Not up to dick. Not up to dick. Okay. When someone asks you how you are doing and you're not doing great, you say, not up to dick. Hmm. So a day where you're in the doghouse, you could be like, not up to dick today. Exactly. <laughs> this was used in the Victorian era as they got straight to the punch with a colorful, not up to dick. So in our society now that prefers to keep pleasantries rather sterile, You'd probably say something like, been better, ha ha, or I'm okay, which I'm sure everyone has heard of. Oh, yeah. that's a, How are you doing today? Oh, okay. Okay, nice. Ha ha. It, they, it, it really surprised me if you were like, yep, not up to dick. Exactly. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I really want to try this. I don't know how well my customers are going to like it when they ask me, how you been? I'm up to dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. It's, it's, it's like a turd in a punch bowl, man. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. Love it. This one, this one's a cool one. You still hear it. Um, it's called My Pleasure. In- Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, My Pleasure. This gracious phrase was often used after thank you in conjunction with your welcome, but it's seldom used today. These days, the standard reply is to thank you or usually no problem. No problem. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. I like it. That would, I mean, we're both in service industry. That'd be a great one for us to use. It would like Take it up a notch, probably. Yeah, Raise that. I challenge you. Use my pleasure. Use it this next week or even tomorrow. 
Do you have Do you have customer interaction tomorrow? Not tomorrow. I'm actually just going to work to do paperwork. Oh, nice. Well, I'm gonna try next it Monday, week, man. Yeah, it's gonna be my goal. I like that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I want to see if you can catch on to this one, bud. This is you might have heard it. You might have not. Okay. Today, when you pass someone on a crowded sidewalk, you usually offer a polite excuse, a polite phrase like "excuse me" or "pardon me." But in the Victorian era, a common pleasantry to say the same thing was blank the blank, okay? According to Forrester, why? It may be because the person was hoping to slide through the crowd smoothly as if they were blank. Am I supposed to guess here? Yes. Okay, because I was like... I put all the blanks in there. He's blanking the blank. Yes. What do you think it was? Um, squeeze the butter? Squeeze the butter. No. How about, do you mind the grease? Oh, mind the grease. Slide on by. Excuse, excuse the grease from my hair. It's going to help me slip in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This one is very common in the military or some service industries. And I still use it, quite frankly. And matter of fact, I, I make my kids say it. Sir. Oh, yeah. Sir, ma'am. And any good uh, Southern kid knows sir and ma'am really, really well because you don't refer to anybody except for sir and ma'am. So let me ask you a question. This is a, and I want to ask the audience a question. I once used sir to an upper management, mm-hmm. and they found it actually as a, not as an insult, but they didn't like it. Really? They found it disrespectful. Huh. Because they thought I was making them feel too important as in command. But they were in upper management, so I didn't feel like, you know, that I was totally out of range here. But my question is to you, if you're in management, and which you're, 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 you're pretty high up there in your company, when someone that's new to the company comes up to you and say, sir, do you feel like it's disrespectful? No, but... That being said, I, I didn't grow up in the South, but I moved to the South when I was in what I would call my informative years, middle school, high school. Yeah. And it was, it was instilled. It was sir and ma'am for everything. To me, it's a, very, uh, it's a very respectful way to talk to someone. So when you don't know their name, or even if you do know your name, <laughs> If you do know their name and you're in the South, you use sir and ma'am. But if you don't know their name, it's a really good way to kind of play off Mm. politeness, but without knowing who they are or recalling what their name is. But if if, if somebody came up to me and said, yes, sir, I'd be, okay, thank you. I would think that they were being very, very polite, which is, to me, the best place to be. Now, my boss, I used to say, yes, sir, and he didn't like it. He didn't say it like that. But I think he he was like, you know my name, and we're, we're like family here, so I want you to use my name, not sir. Oh, yeah. So it was it was a it had to do with a familiarity or a separation in his mind of the word sir versus using his first name. So I used his first name. That was a great example, by the yeah. way. Very oh, good. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> uh, you spoke about the other one, ma'am. 
This gender-specific acknowledgement may be going the way of the old westerns that made it so popular. Really? Yes. You may still hear it in some places in the South, which David Year mentioned, or in the military, but most, most other parts of the USA, ma'am, may not always be appreciated. Why? One reason is it may be, make women feel as if they're being called old, or a particular insult in society that prizes youth, or at least looking youthful. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like I the know. word ma'am. Yeah, and Mary... I just used it today. Mary, she's grew up in the South, so she's going to be like, yep, you're going to call me ma'am. That's just the way it is. If I have any audience members listening out there that's from the North, East, or West, because they say it's from mainly from the South, please, I would love to hear something in the comments if you feel that that's like an insult or if you can challenge that any, because I would love to hear what you guys think. And share any additional pleasantries that you're aware of that you use in the comments. Exactly. Love it. Okay. David, well, that takes the egg. You ever heard of that one before? Having breakfast? (laughs) No, but that does make sense. What is the proper pleasantry to use to show excitement or happiness when someone shares some good news with you? Okay, yeah. Today, you might say, that's awesome, or well done, if you lived in the 18th century, though. However, you would reply, well, that takes the egg. Sounds like the uh, 18th century and the Victorian era in that time, they were very polite. They must have been very polite. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of digging the uh, terminology, too. I'd love to go not up to dick uh, on a regular basis. Right? We're very... It just makes me smile. We must be very loose with our vocabulary yes. here. Okay, this one is I hear all the time. We just did it, you know, kind of in the beginning of our broadcast. How are you enjoying the afternoon? How are you enjoying the day? How was your day? Exactly. So Uh, check this out. And I want to thank. True enough. I want to thank Reader's Digest. This is what they say. I don't. I don't make this stuff up. This is from the interweb. People used to exchange pleasantries about their day, not just as a social convention, but as a way to see how the other person is doing, and as such would ask more specific questions about their well-being. It is often assumed you know how someone is doing. If you don't, then if you, don't, then you should look it up. Today, people used to wrote, how are you, which is almost always received as the standard response of fine. Adding that because the questionnaire really doesn't expect an honest answer, this pleasantry does nothing to build relationships. No, it doesn't. So I've been, uh, we have a new receptionist, and I always walk up the stairs because it helps keep me healthy. Because I sit all day long, unfortunately. I mean, that's part of the job. Proud of you. And so our, our pleasantries are going beyond just the how are you doing? We, Talk about you. Did you have a good evening? Oh yeah, we spend it with the kids, and it's a little chit chat, but it helps make those connections a little, little deeper than the surface, but a little beyond. I'm not gonna lie to you. When I see my customers, I'm always asking, "How are you doing?" Yeah, I get the standard response, just like this one. Fine. Do I really care? Well, do my customer? Yeah, about your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really do have a. I do legitimately care about yeah. people and how they're doing. Yeah. You know, and I've I've built a lot of good relationships by asking how are you doing, you know? I find out about 
uh, children, uh, adults, you know, who's passed away, who hasn't, you know, uh, yeah, just everyday common occurrences. It's those little interactions that build up to a relationship. And it's the little things by asking how people are doing, giving a smile and saying, have a great day. That builds people up. It really does. And, and especially the older generations, it always seems like when you ask these questions, they're more likely to answer. And it, it, it makes them happy. I would it's a agree. wonderful thing. So, Do it. Find somebody who's elderly. Ask them how they're doing and have a genuine conversation. Smile. Pass it on. It makes people feel good. I, I think that's awesome. So when, it, when this art, whoever wrote this, and it says it really honestly does not build relationships. I, I, you know, maybe if I'm at like McDonald's, I'm in, in this the line mm-hmm. trying to order, you know, something and I go, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. I'm not re- looking to build a relationship with you through this inner mic right now. But you know, most of the time when I say that I, I really do legitimately care. I want to see how you're doing. So I'm sticking with it. Here's the last one, Dave, before we end this cool segment on pleasantries. How do you do? Not too indifferent from the last one. How do you do? Exactly. So often used in portrayals of royal royalty or high-class societies of yesteryear. Really? Hmm. This Exactly. This formal greeting, however, has mostly disappeared in favor of the casual but friendly, how are you, or what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> He's <laughs> what's up with the younger generation. Oh, yeah. I'm usually knock on the door and go, hey, what's up? Do you? No, no. I'm I've never gonna, seen you I'm going to probably say, how do you do? Or, <laughs> no, not how do you do. How are you doing? How is your day going? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. David, you have anything else you would like to not elaborate not, on? Not at not the end of part one to... Moving on to part two, but uh, I have no idea. I, I Nothing to add. Nothing to add. Fantastic. Audience out there, if you have any other pleasantries that you use on your everyday that I missed or have something you want to add or something that's just plain old funny, please post it in the comments. We love to talk about it. This was a, this was a fun conversation. I found it, and I wanted to talk about it because... It's something that we all do, if you, especially if you're in the customer service relations business or if you're in the service business or if you're in even just the office business, you're always talking to somebody and you're always using a pleasantry somewhere. So please, please talk about it. David, though, please give us that beautiful ending. All right. Thank you for watching or listening. You can find us on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes Podcast. Google Play Music Podcasts, like, subscribe, and turn on that alert bell if you want to be notified of our next episode. We are the Dudes in Kansas. This is Kent, and I'm David. Thank you for listening or watching.